Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We are Nationals On Demand Sports Talk Network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional la- uh, landlords in the Nashville area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness, where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is free. Wilson County Hyundai, find your next ride at wilsoncountyhyundai.com in Lebanon. Calvin and Subtle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. They are at calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So uh, this is my opinion. I think name, image, and likeness, Zach, is the biggest thing that will happen in college football uh, and even bigger than what the college football playoff and eventual college football playoff expansion will be because it's it's an age-old topic, literally. Like generations and for decades, we have been discussing as college football consumers of when will the athletes, when will the players start to be paid in college athletics and now we, we are finally starting to see a plan for this to happen with the name, image, and likeness. And recently in Tennessee, it started to make its way through legislature. So, Zach, name, image, and likeness, NIL, is a big deal for the next several years of college football when it happens. Uh, but I think Tennessee is setting itself up to succeed in a massive way when it is able to be implemented because they're already starting to work on how to have their athletes take full, really full advantage of what NIL name, image, name, image, and likeness can be. Zach, I I can tell by your facial expressions, you disagree on how big I think this is going to be. Yeah. I mean, I think you are, you definitely over-exaggerated. I think you didn't think before you spoke because the impact, well, you didn't think very well because the impact of the college football playoff, which I was, I'm glad you recognize that because that when you said that, I was like, oh, is this guy crazy? At least you recognize that it won't have as big of an impact as the college football expansion will because of straight dollar signs. And I get Damon image and likeness does yield money. I'm curious to see the type of money. And then Cody brings up something we're going to talk about later in the show, which is Tennessee will always be a national brand, but it's fading away fast. Will these new rules kind of reignite the brands that, let's just face it, have national recognition, but whose football teams suck? Michigan, Tennessee, Texas. You know, the list goes on. Those are powerhouse brands, but they can't seem to get out of their own way with bad coaching hires or bad athletic directors, Phil Farmer, or bad chancellors, right? Uh, Bev Davenport, to, to name to name a few. Shaka uh, Smart for Texas in, in their basketball program, who who they, they fired Rick Barnes for, which is kind of crazy. But I, this is a very intriguing question to see the impact. The one thing we know before we get to this video, Austin, yeah. is, and this is a positive, college football is changing. College football could be evolving. We'll find out. We know they're changing, but is this the evolution of the success, the 365-day news feed that we see from the NFL and professional sports, or is this just another miscue by Mark Emmert and the NCAA because they don't know how to fix the bigger problem, right? Is this a Band-Aid? Is this just one of those, you know, I, and I can't remember what it's called, but you know the infomercial where the guy slaps the boat or slaps the 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 flex seal. Is this yeah. just flex seal that's going to probably peel off here in a few years, or I've is this used, a whole new yeah. renovation? Are well, you coming in with Calvin and Subtle, knock on hard on wood if you're with me, and revamping your entire industry? Well, and I, it it goes beyond college football, obviously, with all student athletes who can do this. But here's. Here's where I it really caught my attention yesterday because the Vols put out a press release about their entire plan for helping their athletes through the name, image, and likeness uh, bill that's about to be forwarded, and it, it's it's in the it's going to happen, right? It's just when will it be officially live where players can go out there and use their name, image, and likeness to create 
monetary compensation for them in their pocket using who they are as a college athlete. And I think this is incredible, Zach. Tennessee has created a minor in entrepreneurship to help their athletes with this. Here's a snippet from their YouTube video they put out yesterday. Business has constructed this minor with several important options of study. Included in the minor are courses on business, branding, social media, and money management. So in terms of branding, I want our student athletes to think of themselves starting with a blank canvas. And so with that blank canvas, they're gonna figure out how to populate this with the story that they wanna tell about themselves. Once they've got that, then they've gotta figure out how is it I'm gonna convey this message in a very clear and convincing manner. So once you've got the brand and the communication down, you can figure out now which companies are out there that I wanna partner with in order to go ahead and create customers for them and get fair market value for them. So some compensation under this NIL model. I think NIL opens a lot of doors with influencer marketing and seeing student athletes become influencers because they have such influence and such a following on social. We can help student athletes. We can help educate them and help them learn how to be their best self and how to best manage their brand online in the new NIL world. What's unique about our work with Tennessee is this four credit approach that's going to empower the athletes for the long term. It's an opportunity for athletes to grow up and to become business men and women themselves a little bit earlier and to get tools for when they're former athletes, whether they go off and play pro or whether they go directly into the workforce right out of college. So that's the first time Zach has seen that video. I watched it a couple times uh, earlier this morning. And I, I think, look, you're laughing. I don't know if you're laughing at the Anthony Davis conversation you're having in the chat or if you're laughing at what that video was. But I think Tennessee is doing a very good thing in getting ahead of this and allowing their student athletes to go forward and learn about entrepreneurship. Zach, what was your reaction to that initially? Uh, I mean, I like to get to the question. I, uh, I, hmm, how do I put this nicely? Um, I discredit that video. I think that it is a prototypical college uh, produced video that is trying. This is my opinion, Austin. You can shake your head. You can disagree, and we, okay. we'll talk about it. But I, I, I think that it's just one of those rah rah shish boom ba. Hey, look, we're going to help you do all, everything that we can to 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 educate you, just like every college is. Where there, where people are going to make the real money is figuring out social media trends, right? That's the unique part. Is is that these these students know probably more than the professors the prof professors that are going to teach them or claim to teach them what to do. That's my personal opinion because a high schooler probably knows more about TikTok than forty seven year old professor Dwayne Writing, who I just made up. And so that's the advantage. Is you and I don't know the ins and outs and the rules and regulations, but I thought that that was a big fat phony collegiate uh pamphlet put in a video well, that's my was, personal opinion on it well i mean of course zach like it's like it's a press release in a video like that's what they're doing here but they gave us in, in, instead of just reading quotes we got to hear from the professors and i thought they put it out there for information that's what it's about it's not about to be entertaining it's information so of course that's what it's going to be but I, I think ut is doing this the right way so i guess obviously zach poo-poos that entire video so we'll ask the question I, I, I give you my honest opinion Austin which, I don't lie to you I never have and I, I never I know, will but like if, if okay never mind all right so we'll ask the question the Vols plan for helping athletes with name image or likeness is this a big deal small deal or no deal is this a big deal small deal or no deal but first let me tell you guys about the bone and joint institute bone and joint tn.org the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care whenever that injury happens in life you have to know where to go and who to trust with your recovery plan and that process and the bone and joint institute they're the best in the mid-state and across the state when it comes to that they've got over a dozen physicians uh, who will help you out uh, with whatever goes wrong they have the rehab facility right there in franklin tennessee in their facility as well boneandjointtn.org it is esports we are powered by bet mgm download the app today want to parlay last night finally because i didn't bet on the lakers uh sons over under i stayed away from that and i actually went hockey uh and i i, I 
backdoored my way into a win on a couple hundred dollars. That's great. That would help my night. BetMGM can help your night and can help your pocketbook with that strategy. Use that promo code right there. But you can also use the promo code, and this is just for A to Z Sports right here in this promo code, ATOZ100, $1 money line wager on Mavs Clippers to win $100 if either team hits a three-pointer. Luca is going to hit a three-pointer. I'll just go ahead and tell you that. He has been red hot. Download the app today. A to Z Sports here live on this Friday show. We just played the video uh, where the Vols have created a minor in entrepreneurship to help their student athletes learn how to best take advantage of the upcoming name, image, and likeness rule in college athletics. And so, Zach, uh, you are, I'm guessing you say no deal. But let's go ahead and but I want, no, I, So, I, open-minded, I'm not yeah. completely closed-minded. If I do think something, I'm pretty, just stand still on that. But if you can convince me or give me some good opinions and reasons why that this is a small deal or a big deal prior to me locking in my final answer, I'm open ears. All right, so uh, let's just read some comments real quick. Uh, Colin says, big deal, uh, but we don't have the details yet. This was just announced yesterday. Dom just says UT is greater uh, than Ole Miss. Ed Rogers says Zach is correct. So we've got people all over the place. Um, and uh-huh. Ru- Rudy brings up, he absolutely support this. Also, in an interview, in an interview that I did that we did on a podcast, uh, that I didn't have the opportunity as much to go out and learn about business with my journalism college. It would have taken me, you know, a, more difficulty to do that as a journalism major. But things have changed quite a bit. We'll talk more about that. Cody says, "When was the last time Tennessee's done something right?" He said that the big deal. Ed says a no deal. Jeff Rubel says small deal because I don't know if the Vols even have enough companies to get the players' money near them. That was a comical commercial. Uh, Aaron says big deal. Bobby says it really uh, seems like overkill. Design a one or half semester course uh, because there are lessons to be learned, but a whole minor is a lot. Rob says small to no. Uh, Guy says small deal is to try to do something. Tony says big, huge deal if they actually help them and guide them 100% of the way. Corey says no deal. Every college will probably do something along the same line. Brent says small deal. Dom says big deal, but they have to make sure they have the right instruction to take advantage of this. Obviously, yes, no doubt. Some guys may not understand it right off. And some guys, I'll take that even further. I think that is the big concern is they're teaching these student, student athletes per se, And do the professors even know how to take advantage of it? The digital advertising realm, as we know, I know a lot about it, is very new, right? Yeah, and Rob says it's still in its infancy. Time will tell. And I think this entire, uh, what is it, the influencer market is still pretty much in its infancy, right? When it comes to how to take advantage of this and how to do this. And and Zach, I'm going to put up, I took a screenshot uh, for us to look at because in that video they showed the, the whole plan of courses these these athletes can take and really the students can take about this entrepreneur minor and look there's a lot on here but I, I immediately look at uh, at this class called entrepreneurship and journalism and media social media strategies and managing communications and media marketing and promotions like Zach that's ex- like we had this conversation yesterday with a young person we're working with about how colleges, at least in our industry, in our field of broadcasting, are teaching their students the wrong things to be successful in this industry professionally, where some of those majors and some of those classes that we just looked at, that I just read off, are exactly what I wish I had 10 years ago. Are they executed correctly? That would be my only question. And obviously, they have to be. every, Every plan sounds great, and it's always up to the execution of said plan. You can say that about everything, right? But this is very important because of the newness to it, right? We, you just said it. So that's that's an important, important statement that I just made. But I'll say this, Zach, we've already seen Tennessee do a fantastic job of marketing their players differently than most colleges do. Tennessee has a fantastic films and social media team that puts out consistently great content more than the majority of SEC schools or power five schools. Like they marketed that basketball team a few years ago, brilliantly. 
with Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield. They're doing that again with the John Fulkersons. Like they have a great team of social media and content creators that know what to do, that know how to, to use social media the right way to get a message across. And Rob brings up and look what the baseball team's doing. They're doing that in baseball. We'll talk about that some later on in today's show. But I think they're already executing that to a certain level without NIL being in effect right now. Then how do you execute it to benefit all of the students that want to be a part of it? No, you, you go through these courses. You Can go everybody through- get a piece of the pie? Can they do that to all of the, the guy riding the bench that doesn't get any playing time? Like, I, I understand it's, your it's concept, market, but this dude. is a Come very... On, that, that's a cop-out. It's a free market. Not, we, yes, it is. It's not a cop-out. Like, like, the guy who's riding the bench can still learn how to do things So when he and, and create a business after he leaves and understand how to create social media traffic and how to create branding for his business. It's not necessarily about them while they're in college. It is. For the big-name players, obviously, they can go to the local car dealership, the local whatever, and, and get th- several thousands of bucks throughout the season to promote them on their on their social media platforms. But it's about teaching them how to be business people and, and look at themselves as a business, just like we are doing, Zach. So this is not about the rule, in your opinion. If I'm hearing you correctly, this is more just about the educational programs that they're promoting. It is about the rule because they're they're I think they are helping their athletes take advantage of the rule now while they have the ability to in their four or five years of eligibility, but it's also setting themselves up to be successful after they are done being athletes, which was said in the video. So what is this a big deal, small deal, or a no deal to you? I think it's a big deal because I think Tennessee does execute these things well. Like if if your biggest concern is the execution of these programs. I think that's where Tennessee actually thrives and the on the education stand, part of things. Tennessee is good at doing this type of thing. Tennessee is fantastic at branding and creating social media presence. That's why I think this is a big deal in my opinion. All right, so here's my question, and we talked about it right as we started this conversation. We don't know the complete rules. Do you know, is this a free market? Can anybody go to an advertising agency in Knoxville and say, can you promote me, sell me, and create sponsorships off of it? Yes, yes, based off name, image, and likeness. Once this gets handled through the NCAA and through the state legislation. So you don't have to go through the school. You don't have to, but the school, Tennessee is saying, hey, guys, we will help you do this. We will create the relationships and send you in the right direction and say, hey, here's five uh, marketing agencies that you can go to and pick whatever works best for your brand. Yeah, that that will help them, right? But at the end of the day, I, I I think that in this situation, I say it's a no deal because of its infancy of what it is. I'm curious to see what it will grow to become in the next five years. I bet you it will look a whole lot different. And how do the the big guys take advantage? Like the big that I think is where this will be defined by the big time players that are the face of the football team and the basketball team. And now you could say some of the baseball team just because they've gotten better in the last couple of years and what what that program is that I think will dictate how successful this can be. Because Joe Schmo, who doesn't get any playing time, that maybe is educated. This is exactly. a great that has nothing to do with Tennessee. It, it, it's a great uh promotional like document video that they made. That's great. All well and good. Feel good. But it's the execution of this. And Austin, as we know, that and as we really know, running a media company, that's the most important thing. Can you go out and execute and make money for yourself? If it is a free market. I don't necessarily have to lean on the university. You can go out and be the entrepreneur. The entrepreneurship of what Gen Z are, they don't like working for corporations. They don't. That's just not in their personality. And that trend will continue. So how can they go take advantage of themselves while getting an education? I'm not bashing the educational programs that they are creating. I'm questioning if they're executed correctly, because it's difficult because understanding the ins and outs of social media in Austin, you and I know the ins and outs of social media. It's not easy. We talked to tons of people 
constantly that have no effing clue how to do this stuff. Correct or incorrect? No, I mean, you're correct, yes. But there's a lot that goes in to this, obviously. But like what you're saying, all the things you're saying has nothing to do individually with Tennessee. All these are blanket comments across all college sports when it comes to NIL. Am I wrong with that? That's the point, is that it doesn't matter if it's Tennessee or any other program, that is the point. I think Austin froze. Uh, maybe maybe he was so shocked at my comments that he froze. Yeah, Austin's computer froze uh, just getting in. But it's, it, I guess his internet froze, but he's still able to text message. So this is what we'll do. And, and I, maybe I'll give it another shot and another gander to watch the video, watch that document. But let's uh, let's watch the video again and let's see if there's any change to what I think. I don't think I'm missing the message. I think I'm getting the message right. But let's watch the video and see if we can take anything else as Austin restarts and gets back in here. The renowned Haslam College of Business has constructed this minor with several important options of study. Included in the minor are courses on business, branding, social media, and money management. So in terms of branding, I want our student athletes to think of themselves starting with a blank canvas. And so with that blank canvas, they're gonna figure out how to populate this with the story that they wanna tell about themselves. Once they've got that, then they've gotta figure out how is it I'm gonna convey this message in a very clear and convincing manner. So once you've got the brand and the communication down, you can figure out now which companies are out there that I wanna partner with in order to go ahead and create customers for them and get fair market value for them. So some compensation under this NIL model. I think NIL opens a lot of doors with influencer marketing and seeing student athletes become influencers because they have such influence and such a following on social. We can help student athletes. We can help educate them and help them learn how to be their best self and how to best manage their brand online in the new NIL world. What's unique about our work with Tennessee is this four-credit approach that's going to empower the athletes for the long term. It's an opportunity for athletes to grow up and to become business men and women themselves a little bit earlier and to get tools for when they're former athletes, whether they go off and play pro or whether they go directly into the workforce right out of college. Here's my question. I'm back. <laughs> Austin's back. Here's my question. Is Tennessee getting a cut of this? Let's say the deals were ten grand. Is ten thousand dollars going straight to the student, or is Tennessee raking some? Oh yeah, is there a sales commission? I mean, who knows? But again, like that's going to happen, right? So if I'm a businessman, right? And that is that. So now are, is are they taking advantage of student athletes? What what the hell are you talking about? No, they're actually getting into. I mean, it's a good question, and it's something that we need to figure out the structure of it. But they're trying to give opportunity for them to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. Like so. Like you or are they utilizing them as pawns in the old scheme of the big game to create more money for themselves? For the last one hundred plus years, what are you talking about? I understand that, but now they see an opportunity where the door opens, where they can get even more money, and they're trying to to, to break again, off like, of that. Like that, okay? That's just uh, look as a businessman, and which I am, as you know, I think about things like that. Well, uh, sure, and and and. Jeff Rubel says if Tennessee takes a cut, that's sleazy. If if any school I takes a cut. I have to ask the, the question. I, I, it's a good question, but in the at the end of the day, it doesn't necessarily matter because now the players actually have the opportunity to go do this when they haven't for the last 50 to 100 years. I do think it matters. But it's, it's it, I mean, it matters. You want this to be done the right way. But again... Like you're saying, are the players pawns in this? Are student athletes pawns I'm, in it? I'm They've been pawns in this entire thing. That's and they why have I it. question it. That's why I, I are should you question it. From, what are you question? Like, are you going at Tennessee? Are you questioning Tennessee? No, or are you Tennessee, questioning name, image, and likeness? You know, I, I'm questioning the the execution of of taking advantage of name, image, and likeness. You can take Tennessee out of this. This is an overall college football conversation. That's fine. I know I we're having a Tennessee conversation, but, but that's okay. Listen to me. Can you listen before you just sure, jump off? Sure. 
It's a college football conversation. We are using Tennessee as an example because they put some marketing information out there. And this is a, a clip out of a longer video. You watch the longer video. Did it go into the ins and outs on the details of the rule and regulation? And all I'm saying this is the trust of the NCAA over the last decades, as we referenced, is in question. So now when they open a small rule, they should still be questioned. I'm not saying you don't question them. I'm just saying for the since the beginning of time of college athletics, any school has been able to go sell to the biggest bank in their state and say they're the official bank of X college football program, and the student athlete has gotten zilch from it, and the university gets all of it, right? Now there's an opportunity for a player to go say, I want to make money off of myself with because let's think about this while they're in college. That is the, the, the four year period where the majority of these players are the most marketable and highest profile they will ever be wrong or in, or am I right? I'm right for the majority. For the yes. majority of these, of these kids, this is the highest profile they will ever be. And they are unable to take advantage of it now. Now what Tennessee is doing is saying, we're going to create a program for you to learn how to take advantage of that the right way and help you do it the right way to use now and to use it in the future after you're done being an athlete. Jeff Rubel says, I don't trust Tennessee. Look, Jeff, I don't trust Tennessee to win football games, but I do trust Tennessee in how they go about branding and social media marketing because they are elite when it comes to those specific uh, niches. Well, and my question goes back to, is Tennessee going to act like a middleman ad agency to these kids? That is my question. And you may not be able to answer it, and that's okay. But Nobody's that would be my question of the university, again, taking advantage of the name, image, and likeness of these players and student-athletes. That was my question. Look, I think in the scheme, the rule could be a massive deal. I think it could be. I think this program is a no deal because all it is is just a uh, a detailed class. It's a, that's what it is. Now, it's a, I also it's a question tool to be able to use to help your student athletes. That's the, based on how it's executed. That's all I'm saying, and that's okay. Right. So it, that's why I answered the question the way that I did. I'm curious to see how other colleges take advantage of this if it is like an agency to facilitate. And then the big question for me is, is there market value of, let's just say Pilot J, right? Let's just do the reference. Do they want player number four on the volleyball team? Do they? And how much money are they willing to pay? Well, and and that's, that's always been the pushback for whoever's been like NIL is BS or whatever. But it, like it, it's a it's an open market. Like the starting center is not going to get nearly as much as the starting wide receiver or, or in the starting quarterback. But is That's the obvious. starting center going to get anything? You know what the starting center can do, and, and this has been my favorite part of it the entire time. The starting center, who's a no very low profile football player, and the volleyball, uh, you know, uh, libera, can go out and say in the off season I can coach and teach young middle school, high school kids, my craft, and get paid for it. That is where NIL opens it up to the non-revenue athletes and the lower-profile athletes on the high-revenue teams, right? It's if you're, a, if you're a backup walk-on point guard for the basketball team, you can go run a clinic in the summer and teach middle school kids how to do a pull-up jump shot, and their parents can pay them an hourly fee for that because that's their name image and likeness they can do that under the rule right now they get a big fat letter from the ncaa saying that you're an eligibility your eligibility is gone if you do do something like that and accept dollars for it so now you've taken another step and we've gone into a another realm i agree with you what you just said those few sentences i absolutely agree it opens up a whole new genre of how to make money and generate revenue for, but the traditional way of what we are talking about, the original conversation, is social media based, right? How can you take advantage of, of doing TikToks and having a following and being sponsored by, you know, uh, 
uh, dial soap, right? And, and is dial soap going to look at certain athletes and see value in probably some, definitely not all. And how is the university going to take advantage of this? Because what that video, and we watched it twice, mm-hmm. what it told me is that they were there to help these students. If in fact that they're raking a commission off of it, that my friend, I do not agree with. I don't, I'm not saying that that is happening, but what I'm saying is they are presenting this as an educational resource. Yes. Great. You're, you're a freaking university. You should do that. That's a good thing. Right. right? That's, so that's way to go. That's go, go team. That's but the whole point of why get, we're talking about this. But if it, no, but I brought up the point of if it gets deeper into the business, the structure and the distribution of revenue to these athletes, that is where I question. It's just that simple. It's okay. okay. But, but for but for the last for the for the beginning of time, there's been zero distribution legally to the athletes. Correct. But when rules change, they usually change towards a certain uh, side. And that side usually takes advantage of it yeah. to set a standard, Austin, to set, I am the person, I'm the disruptor. I always have been in my life. I'm the person that questioned the chemistry teacher in seventh grade and asked her to explain why there are more stars in this universe than grains of sand. I just have to ask the question. These are the type of things that you want to ask if you are a young student athlete that don't understand the rules. Hell, nobody's going to really truly understand these rules. Let's just be honest. The universities are going to get the rules first. I would just check them. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, nobody's saying nobody's saying not don't check them. We're not talking about that. You're making this conversation about something that wasn't uh, planned to be. The conversation was about how Tennessee is using its resources to help as a, I think this is a recruiting tool by saying, hey, like remember Trey Smith said he wanted to go to Tennessee because Tennessee was going to help him build his brand as Trey Smith. And, and help him be bigger than what he like. This is a recruiting tool and it's a way to help set up their student athletes to be something more than just an athlete to make money off of themselves and to give them a business mind to say, you are more than just a, a running back. You are a business. You are the businessman. Like that's what this is all about. So uh, and here's it's not my- a good thing. Like we would have loved to be go through these classes because we are now businessmen and the businessman. I, right. I get that. So uh, let's parlay this into this question to see if you can answer it for me, Austin. How will this improve the Tennessee football team's win-loss record? I think it helps them with recruiting. I, look, it's not like an, I'm not saying because of this they're going to immediately win 10 games and go to the SEC championship game. That, that would be asinine for me to say that. But I do think this is another massive recruiting tool for Tennessee to use, and they already use this a lot. I think this can help get them players that want to be able to learn more about how they can be, uh, you know, successful on and off the field when it comes to their brand and get guys, more guys like Trey Smith, who think Tennessee can be a, a resource and advocate to them. I think that all and, of- and I'll say this, and I'll say this, I'll add to this because I, I meant to add to this. I think Tennessee's community, like we know that the Vol fan base is massive, it's passionate, and they have boosters that own businesses. And so does every other school. But I do think the Tennessee f- fan base will be very beneficial with this because they love following their players. We use we talk about this all the time that a kid will commit to Tennessee just to get 5,000 extra Twitter followers and then they'll decommit, right? But those Vol fans are still there. So I think I think the fan base is a positive in this as well as a recruiting tool to help this player take advantage of their college eligibility in multiple ways. So I think that leads us into our next conversation. I think the maybe the issue is, is Tennessee's brand, while still strong because of the masses, has fallen, right? It is not 1998. It is not, right? We know that. And we know the ups and downs that Tennessee has gone through. I think other universities will still continue to take advantage of this. I, I kind of look at it as less impactful based on their recruiting and the win loss record. That will be up. You got to have players. You got to have the right coach. You got to have the right atmosphere and culture. I get that. I think it will be less impactful uh, unless, and here's the key. If I'm a student athlete, I'm trying to go to Tennessee or I'm picking between Tennessee or Auburn. And you tell me that uh, 
X player made $50,000 this past season because we helped him facilitate a deal. Now, I, whether they raked any cash, I don't know. But they, th- that, that is a sales tool, right? Because that player, two things. That high school player envisions himself making $50,000, whether mm-hmm. it's true or not. And this is taking advantage of what these young individuals know. Men and women, kids, really, boys and girls in high school, they know TikTok, they know Snapchat, they know Instagram, they know Facebook. That is that is their life. They check it every day. It is our life. I check it. Every single person in this chat checks their phone. If they're watching right now, they check their phone and are on social media in some realm, right? They're just placating to that. So, But every other brand is placating to that. So will it translate to wins and losses? Uh I personally uh, it, don't think so. Well, because they, it, will it translate to better players? I think it can. Will it, can. Could it translate to getting better recruiting classes? I do think it can. So let's ask this question. Thanks, Cody, for the breaking news that Tennessee fans unfollow guys who decommit. We appreciate your breaking news there, Cody. Uh, but again, so let, let's ask this question. Where do the Tennessee Vols rank among the SEC's best brands? Where do the Vols rank among the SEC's best brands? I find this very intriguing, but first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Subtle. Yeah, Calvin and Subtle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors right here in Middle Tennessee. They will make it happen. We feature them right here on the show. I always say knock on wood if you're with me. This is premier hardwood. I got plenty of them right here in the studio. 615-448. Our four, uh, 448-6414. That's 615-448-6414. Give them a call. They will make it happen. And this is the best part. It's quick. One to two weeks, once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, they will order the material and install. So that old musky carpet that has been in your house, that's going to be upgraded. Your kitchen is going to be upgraded. Your living room, your den, upgraded with brand new hardwood floors by CalvinAndSubtle.com. It is eSports powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Download the app today. Use this code, ATOZ100. That's ATOZ100 when you sign up for the BetMGM app. You put a $1 Moneyline wager on the Mavs or Clippers, and you win 100 bucks if either team hits a single three-point shot. That's going to happen. Luka hopefully has over two-and-a-half three-point shots tonight. But A to Z100, ATOZ100, a $1 Moneyline wager on the Mavs or Clippers to win 100 bucks if either team hits a three-point shot tonight. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older. Must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Light at 800-889-9789. Talking Luca's gonna be skeet, boom I, right I there, so. right in the basket. I hope so. I hope Luca drops a few of those uh tonight. What was that? Uh, dropping what? Skeet, boom. That's what it is. Luca's been doing that all playoffs, been red hot. Won me yes. some money too. Yes. So what where do the Tennessee Vols rank among the best SEC brands? I I think it's interesting because you know, 20 years ago. The, the Tennessee Vols brand was as strong as anybody's in college football. Now, it's been a long dozen of years for the Vols, but where are they right now uh, when it comes to uh, SEC brands? Obviously, Alabama is the biggest, baddest brand. I think LSU is second. I, I think Tennessee is around the when you're talking about branding, right? It's not like the success of the program. It's the brand that the program that the power T carries. I think it's around the Florida and Auburn area. I think Texas A&M is a different beast because of Texas and because of the Aggies. And that's kind of like a, you know, for lack of a better word, cultish type community that that's a big, crazy brand. But I think Tennessee is right around Florida and Auburn when it comes to the biggest brands in the SEC behind, in my opinion, Alabama, LSU, Georgia. So I think they're like fourth to sixth, in my opinion. I think they're probably closer to seventh. Uh, and maybe that's the difference of you going to Tennessee. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Fifth to seventh because I have a <laughs> above them. My bad. Hey. I miscounted my numbers. I think they're right around seven. And they shouldn't be. They should be fifth 
or fourth, but let's just go through them. They're pretty easy. You said Alabama, they're not as big as Alabama, right? They're not as big as Florida, unfortunately. They're not as big as Georgia. Those, those That's why CBS already has the biggest cocktail party. Boom. They already have them because of those brands. That's and what the teams is. have been good, though. That's the, that, that matters. Sure. That matters it, it as part of the brand. So there's three. You already talked about Texas A&M. I agree with that. So they're not above Texas A&M because of the state of Texas. LSU, you already talked about them. So now they're like right around six right now. And then you have Auburn. I think Auburn, because of their success, because of Cam Newton, because of what they've been able to do, go to big six bowls. Tennessee has not been able to do that. Their brand over the last 10 years, and this is cold hard facts, guys. This is not skewed. I am not biased. I have no dog in this hunt because I'm an Ole Miss guy and Tennessee has a bigger brand than Ole Miss. Now, I would argue that Lane Kiffin, more high profile of any between Tennessee and and Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin is the singular figure that is bigger than all of them. No doubt, no doubt. So there could be an argument there, but I think they are seventh because Auburn is uh, is a bigger brand than them. I, I think the perception with Tennessee fans is that they are higher than that. But that's not the case. All right, so I'm going to read some comments because we're asking the question, where do the Vols rank among the biggest brands in the SEC? Uh, Jeff says brand comes with winning, though. So you- I have one side thing because of what Hunter brings up. And Kentucky, though, ba- but Kentucky basketball it's, is massive. It is, but but it's I'm actually Tennessee, I'm doing no, this. I'm no, doing it. I'm pushing no. Tennessee down to eight. No, there's no way, man. Like it doesn't like you can say that. In basketball is basketball is second fiddle to, to football everywhere but Kentucky. And in the South, in our region, football in the country, though. In the country, football is bigger than basketball. But Kentucky basketball is bigger Dude, I than disagree. Tennessee football. I, I completely disagree. The oh Vol brand is way bigger than Kentucky's because no, you're yes, wrong. I'm not wrong, dude. Like Kentucky basketball is a great brand, but that's a specific sport. Do you think that Tennessee football is greater than Kentucky basketball? The brand of Tennessee is greater than the brand of Kentucky. That is what we're talking about. But individually, Kentucky is represented by their basketball program. That is all. It's a unique bird. I get it. It's, but you have to think outside that, the box. It is here. not Kentucky's basketball brand is not bigger than Tennessee's entire sports brand. That is not true. It is not, dude. I, I, it is not. I, I would argue that because of college basketball and the NCAA Nobody tournament. Nobody cares about college basketball except for March. It's not bigger, man. Nobody cares not. generally in the entire country about Tennessee football ever. Besides Tennessee if, fans. Zach, I don't know why we're all, like Kentucky's basketball brand is not bigger than Tennessee's entire brand. That's just not correct. There's I no think way. Nationally, it is. Like if when you think of oh, college basketball, name the five schools. But the problem is people don't usually think about college basketball until after they think about college football. That's the reality here. But, but I'm in I'm college based- bat. In college basketball, Kentucky is one of the five biggest brands in that sport. But the sport is niche. College football is a way bigger sport. It is, Zach. It's not niche. Yes, it is. It is. The TV ratings show it. College football or college basketball is a niche sport right now in America. It absolutely is. We don't watch college basketball like we used to. We watch... Don't disagree. We watched the month of March and the first week of April because that's when the final four in the championship game is. And by the way, Kentucky isn't in those games uh, after the first few weekends of March. So but they're, they're a known commodity. That's all I'm saying. They're and a known, that known commodity. commodity is, is the definition of a brand. No, I, I, they are a known commodity, but they're not a bigger brand. Kentucky as a whole is not a bigger brand than Tennessee as a whole. That's just not true. It's not true. I, in of what it is today, I'm just doing present and what Tennessee football, which is their biggest brand, a part of their brand, has gone through over the last several years. Like that has been so bad. All right. And Kentucky basketball is known. If you ask the guy in Oregon or in freaking Seattle and you said Kentucky basketball, 
or Tennessee yeah. football, they, they're going to go Kentucky basketball. No, you're going to see the power T and know exactly what that is. Like the power T is everywhere. We know we've talked about that. P uh, P kitty says brand equals revenue, rank the teams by revenue. And it's hard to do after the COVID year, but typically Tennessee is in the top three of the sec I, in I, revenue. I think that's skewed. I don't think that you can say that because it's brand recognition. Yeah, I, I agree. Which revenue has a part in that. And, but and not success, all. And a success on the field slash court has a part in the brand as well. But I, I think, I think by brand, Tennessee is a bigger brand than Kentucky. Kentucky basketball is a bigger brand than Tennessee basketball, than Tennessee football. Than anything that we're talking about. And that I, that's what I'm, that's where my premise is, Austin, is that Kentucky basketball as a brand overrides and pushes Kentucky as a, uh, as a whole because of this. No. Kentucky basketball is loved, but also massively hated. Like, I can't stand Kentucky basketball fans. I get it, just like most people, right? And people all over the country feel that same way. People all over the country do not hate or love Tennessee. They don't. That's just what it is. And we but, know in today's age in social media, that matters as a brand. The, but the, I, again, I, I'm not coming off of this stance. That but Tennessee's, you understand the, the three sentences I just said. Yeah, obviously I understand it, but I don't think it changes the fact that Tennessee has a bigger brand than Kentucky in their overall athletic brand. I'm not saying great brand, unbelievable brand, loved brand. I'm just saying brand. Brand is recognizable. When yeah. I... When I uh, when I hold up an Old Spice deodorant can, you and it's red, you know exactly what it is, right? Yes. And I think and Kentucky basketball that Tennessee. is orange, that. Orange does that for, for Tennessee. If it's blue, it could be Kansas, it could be Duke, it could be Kentucky, right? Like So I think the orange goes into the branding aspect of it. It does go into the branding, but it has been non-existent in big – in big time moments over the last several decades, right, we're spinning our wheels. I, I disagree. I, I do not think. So where Kentucky, do you have them? I have Tennessee eighth. I have I have them seventh. I, I think they're close with Auburn. I think you think Auburn's, Auburn's bigger brand though. I think Auburn's recent a lot of teams have had more success recently than Tennessee football, but I think Auburn's greater success recently than Tennessee has them above. But I, I do think Tennessee has the ability to climb a few spots if they can get their football program back in a good spot. It's just so unhealthy right now that it's very difficult. Uh, so, but they, they definitely have a, a number seven brand in the sec, which again, sec brands are a lot bigger than big 12 and big 10 and pac 12 and who about, who about ACC brands, the, the deeper they go. And I don't, I only think that there are a handful of other brands outside of the SEC that compete with the top seven or eight in the SEC. Oh, right? I think mean, if you're saying top 10 college athletic brands, like just by the school, not by individual sports, but by the school, there are probably five SEC teams in the top 10 brands overall. Just go look at the recruiting football classes. That yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, Texas. Notre Dame. Oklahoma, Texas, Notre Dame. There you're five. So there's the other five in the top 10 besides SEC brands. However, they end up. Did you say USC? I did not say USC. So they're, they're, again, they're in the top 10. We're just going through, and there are just a handful of big name brands across the country outside of the SEC. Yeah, no doubt. A to Z Sports here live in this Friday show. Uh, Let's ask this question because I'm very curious about this. What is your interest level in the Vols baseball team being in the NCAA tournament? What's your interest level in the Vols baseball team in the NCAA tournament? But first, let me tell you guys about our friends over at Renters Warehouse. That is RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the area. Go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. There's so many different ways that you can take advantage of what Renters Warehouse can do for you and your family, create extra cash flows, or find a great place to rent uh, in the area, the Mid-State area. They have all types of different places to rent out at renterswarehouse.com. Don't forget BetMGM. Download the app today. You can win some money. You got that promo code right there, but also promo code ATOZ100, $1 money line wager on Mavs Clippers tonight. Wins you 100 bucks if either team hits a three-pointer. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to hit a three-pointer. Luca going to hit a three-pointer. 
Kawhi probably going to hit a three-pointer. So there's money in your pocket. Skeet, skeet. There you go right there. All right, so what is your interest level in the Vols baseball team being in the NCAA tournament and hosting uh, the regional this weekend in Knoxville? One through ten is what we want here. Obviously, Big Ten Jeff is at a zero. Thank you. <laughs> we, don't, like, we understand you don't care about Tennessee yet. You're watching the show. 52 minutes into it, Big Ten Jeff at a zero interest level. Because well, he's loyalty. He's loyal. He likes I know, the show. Just, Respect that, Big Ten Jeff. I, I do. I love the fact that Big Ten Jeff watches our show nearly every day, regardless of the topic. That's incredible. Uh, let's see. Louis just says, woohoo, anchor down. Uh, and all right, let's see. Cody says nine. Zach Goodman says four. Dom says six. Thank you for the support, Jeff. We do appreciate you for sure. Gary says 10. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Brent says interest level is pretty high. Best baseball team the Vols have had in a long time. Uh, Shrike says I'll probably actually watch a college baseball game now if that says anything. So I don't know where that puts your number at, Shrike. Greg says he's currently wearing a Tennessee baseball shirt right now. Uh, Louie, who's a Vandy fan, says zilch. Uh, Caleb says baseball is boring, but I'll check scores. Um, 10 for Greg wearing his, his, uh, vault baseball. Tanner says 10 on YouTube. Brent with a nine smiley says very high, tough regional draw. I know nothing about the draw to say if it's tough, easy or whatever. Uh, but, um, I'm probably at a two and a half, 2.5. <laughs> Look, I went to Tennessee. I had a lot of fun going and sitting in the left field uh, bleachers, drinking beer and, and grilling at a handful of baseball games while I was at Tennessee. I could not tell you a single uh, outcome if the Vols won or lost that game while I was at the game because it was basically like minor league baseball. You're there for the fun of it and to drink beer. But this is different for Tennessee baseball. They have, I think, COVID, coming out of COVID has helped the energy because they sell these things out. They sold this regional out like that. And I think that's very exciting. Well, yeah, because they hadn't had a regional in how long? I don't know. I, I, but I will say this, Zach. Last uh, Sunday, no, Saturday. Last Saturday, I turned on and watched four innings of the Vols Florida game. Now, you know what that means, that I watched four innings consecutively of any baseball game. But I did that on, on a Saturday. Well, yeah, it's your team. So that, uh, four innings is big for you. Four innings is big for And me. that gave you that, that skyrocketed you to a 2.5? 2.5. Because am I going to watch the games this weekend? I might, I might, if I have time, flip over and check it. But I will, I will check my phone. I, I will have it. I will update my Twitter where I can kind of follow along there. I will monitor. But I'm not going to sit down and watch. I'm not going to sit there and wait for opening pitch and get all jacked up like that. I'm in a two and a half. Did they win the SEC tournament? No, they beat Florida in the semifinal on, on Saturday lost and lost to Arkansas in the tournament. So uh, this question is not for me. I'm selfless individual. It's not about me. It's about everybody. Well, it's about I, the I'm audience, a, I'm, I am with Big Ten Jeff. I stand at a zero. I could give a damn about this. I don't care. But I do care about the SEC. I start to turn my attention, and I'm more of a baseball guy than Austin. I watch Major League Baseball playoffs. I do not. I, I will rarely. watch. Uh, my dad used to watch Little League. The Little League World Series was like I, maybe like a Texas thing. Texas people love baseball. I don't know why. But uh, I, I don't love baseball just because grew up in Nashville, didn't have a baseball team, went to the Sounds games just to like drink beer, party, and hang out. I, I'm at a zero, but – I am intrigued to see how many SEC teams go to the College World Series. That is my interest level. I have a high interest level in that. How many teams? Like, because there's a lot more good SEC teams, I feel like, this year than any other year. I feel like there could be like four. Now, it depends on the track, and I don't know the I don't know the college NCAA tournament bracket and how they could like work through and who they have to face to get there. But it feels like there could be like half the field could be SEC teams. And I, and I say this every time I talk about college baseball. I, and I it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't like the baseball players. That's in, what I was going to say. In I, college, when I was at Ole Miss, and Ole Miss had a very good baseball team. But like they all dyed their hair, hair blonde and they looked like a bunch of douchebags. They were. <laughs> they were awful. Like yeah. it was it was brutal. Like baseball player, that that like 
stereotype, I have never been able to let go. So I don't watch them or give them my attention because of that. Yeah. And that's more of a me problem. Well, and so Alex Doherty is our Preds writer of Vandy fantasies. He's at an eight out of 10 for Vandy because college baseball is a good product. More people should watch in his opinion. Like I will say like the, the thing that college baseball does well is create drama. There is a lot of drama and showboating and passion and intensity in college baseball that makes it a pretty good TV product. And it's a way better TV product, in my opinion, than Major League Baseball. Well, because of errors, right? There are errors in the field, and at any point, because they use aluminum bats, you can go bombo and change the game. There's also high scores, right? It's not unusual to have like a 9-8 to eight game or 11 to, to, to nine game, and you're sitting there, that is entertaining. But I think there's, there in college baseball, there are less unwritten rules of respect. <laughs> like it's, it's like, it is just, I will stare you down. I will flip my bat. I will pump my chest and cuss at you. And I don't care. Like if the pitcher strikes you out, the pitcher is going to yell at you and tell you you just struck you out and how bad you suck. Again, like, it goes to those dudes. Yeah, and, and it is, but it does. It does. I think I agree with Alex. It does translate to a pretty good TV product because you get so much more like excitement and drama than a watered down, unwritten rule. You better respect your the opponent and the pitcher, Major League Baseball. Yeah, I, I'll I will grow interest. Like I I'm an old Miss guy. If they get to the College World Series, I will then be like. I want them to win. I'm not going to go, you know, put on a rally cap or anything like that. Um, I just struggle in supporting the individuals. Yeah. And Tennessee baseball players were kind of the same when I was in college. Like I haven't been in college in a long time. So I don't know. I don't know if they're different now, but when they were there, uh, yeah, I did not jive well with the college baseball. They come up with like stupid high school nicknames for dumb stuff. Like if this is a cup of coffee, it's like a brew brew. Oh man, you're slinging some brew brews this morning. Huh? (laughs) You grabbing some brew brews? Oh, some cold brew brews. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) shut the F up. It's like, it's it's very freaking cup of coffee. It's very like high school uh, culture, which is weird. Uh, and then Dom- they wear then they wear necklaces. It's not a stress necklace, but they wear like ten necklaces that have like rope. And like, dude, stop wearing a necklace, dude. You you look like a d bag. Stop. It doesn't yeah. help your game. Like, do you, how many bracelets do you have on? I mean, it's all about superstition. Do you have uh, no super? It actually leather bracelets on those help because it's superstition. The last time they wore those bracelets, they went three for four and had a home run. Come on, Zach. And Dom, that, that, Dom is right though. College baseball doesn't promote their stuff. Make us watch it. Sports. <laughs> yeah, and that's a the the old issue about name, image, likeness that we've talked about is that yeah, the lack of self promotion with college sports is hurting the overall product. As Zach needs to breathe through his stress straw after his rant about Ole Miss college baseball players. God, they just <laughs> they drive me. That that really does get my blood. Are you going. ready? You ready for this, Zach? Uh, Chip says the baseball's best player is named Blade. What else Jesus, do you expect? Jesus, <laughs> that, that's exactly all you need to know. The dude's name is Blade, right? Oh, Blade slamming some brew brews in the AM, man. Can't wait to get some slammies later. Oh my gosh! Like speak like a normal human being, and then you have cleat chasing girls in college that have their own stereotype. That are attracted to that trash. It's like, uh, it and they wear it as me. a badge of honor to be treated like a, a, a dumpster based on the the college baseball player. I I am so adamant about this, and I always have been. And if you're a baseball player or used to be a baseball player in college that has hopefully grown up and is now a grown ass man and hopefully has a nice family, wife, and kids, and you now look back in in your past and realize, man, I was a loser. This is for you. This rant is for you. For all the others that have not gotten to that point, wake up. It's called a cup of coffee. I hope there's a uh, blazer and laser to go along with Blade and uh, on that football, on that baseball team, but who knows? All right, AZ Sports, let's go ahead and wrap up our week and get to our segment, Ain't That Good News. We do Ain't That Good News every Friday. Time for you guys to share your good news. Uh, to send us to the weekend. So ain't that good news. But first, Zach, tell us about Wilson County Hyundai. 
Yeah, that will not stress me out. This actually eases the stress because thinking about being in the driver's seat of a 2021 Hyundai Palisade, third row seating, all the bells and whistles, the technology, the Apple CarPlay, that, that is soothing. And then what makes it soothing even more is Payne Bone, the owner of Wilson County Hyundai, hooking you up with an incredible deal because you listen and watch A to Z Sports. WilsonCountyHyundai.com, take a look at their inventory, whether it's the full-size SUV, which is the Palisade, or the Sonata that I drive, which is a four-door sedan, or if it's the Elantra, maybe that, uh, maybe it's a coupe. Maybe they have it all. They have the perfect make and model for you and your family. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. Don't forget A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM is coming up this afternoon at 2 p.m. with Alan Bell and Brian Edwards. They will hopefully pick some winners for us all tonight uh, with their NBA playoff picks. I know Alan had a winner last night in the NHL playoffs. So BetMGM, download the app today. Use code ATOZ100. You place a $1 Moneyline wager on the Clippers or Mavs. You're going to win 100 bucks. If they hit a single three-point shot, that's going to happen. That's code ATOZ100 today only. So jump on that deal for free 100 bucks. There, ain't that good news. Uh, let's go ahead uh, and bring the ain't that good news. I, I had a feeling this was going to happen. Uh, the Suns beat the Lakers. Ain't that good news. CP3's championship hope still alive. Stacy, sorry Lakers fan, but a new NBA champion will be crowned. Ain't that good news. God, I need more stress draws. That That is so frustrating. This entire season, I've invested a lot of my time into the Lakers season. Brutal that they, they were so injured, and then AD goes down with a groin. Once you pull your groin, you're screwed. Like, there was no – it, it kind of justifies that they were never going to win the championship yeah. because, I mean, the first three minutes of the game, if you watched it, you're like, this guy can't play. He shouldn't be out there. Right. So – and then Devin Booker goes five for five for three-point land and has 33 points at halftime while the Lakers have 41. Devin Booker has had 33. The Lakers had 41 at halftime. So um, I'm putting that in the past. I understand people love that, but I am a pro LeBron fan. I will um, continue to be, but I get it. Ain't that good news? Jeff Rubel says, good news. Only have a very, very slight headache after being rear-ended at work yesterday. That damn turtle. Did a turtle get in the way? I'm glad you didn't hit the turtle. That would have been bad, but I'm also uh, glad you're all right from that uh, that accident there. Ain't that good news? Let's see. Uh, Dom says, I love when when the Lakers or Cowboys fail. Brent says, I hate LeBron in the Lakers. So good news is they are history. Shrike just piling it on. The Lakers loss is the best news. The Lakers are done. Oh, man, that's great. So, Zach, what is your good news after everybody just piled on about your bad news of the Lakers lost? It, it actually is the ultimate good news for me. This is a personal pan, personal me, 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 great news. And that is next week I will be out for good news. And I am going, got that blood rolling, that cowboy blood. I'm going to Bingham Ranch. I, the, the stress straw will be gone because I just need a couple of days to get off the grid, but I'm going to a little place called Cossie, Texas at Bingham ranch next week. And for my family reunion, and it is a place that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, got cattle, got horse horses, go fishing. Uh, I, it's my happy place uh, there. That is my ultimate happy place. So uh, that is my great news is uh, family reunion next week. Jet setting to Texas and taking some days off. Yeehaw. Uh, Leehaw, yeehaw from uh, Louie there. Uh, Kyle says, just bought tickets to see the Colts, the Rams this year, going to Lucas Oil for the first time. You've been to Lucas Oil. You love Lucas Oil. Lucas Oil is probably one of my – I think it was my favorite experience. I've been to Cowboys Stadium. been to a couple of stadiums. I haven't been to the new – I'd like to go to L.A. to that new stadium. I'd like to go to Seattle. And obviously you have the old school of Green Bay. But uh, it, it was a great atmosphere. Day game, the Titans got smashed. Charlie Whitehurst was the quarterback. Justin Hunter couldn't catch. The Colts won, but it was a day game with the roof open, the yeah. barn door. That was a great experience. Yeah, for sure. Bemo says, my good news is the family made it 
to the beach in San Diego, now headed back to New Mexico today with great memories and a sunburn at a boy BMO. It's not, you can't just go to the beach and not get sunburned a little bit. Then you just didn't feel like you did the right thing. Uh, Abdul says, good news. AMC stock went through the roof. Uh, yeah, that, that would be, that's good for you there, Abdul. My good news, Zach, is also a pan personal. As you know, we've been doing Mandu for the last couple of years. Zach, uh, at Mandu, they had the in-body scan, right? I have my best in-body scan ever. I'm very excited about it. I've got the most muscle I've ever had. I've got the least amount of fat that I've ever had, at least on Sunday. I've you know, had some you know, good food Weight since fluctuates. then. But yes, fluctuates. But I had the highest muscle, least uh, fat, and the lowest body fat percentage I've ever had. Getting ready for the beach this upcoming summer. I feel like I'm going to be looking good. Thanks to Mandu. I'm pumped about my good news. That was, that was fun. You see, when you're... When your plans start to work out, your fitness goals start to become achieved, and that's all thanks to Mandy. So that's my good news. Super self-involved good news. Look good, feel good, play good, as you always Damn say. straight. Damn straight. Uh, Shrike's right. Awesome. We need you to go to the gym just one time this weekend so Julio gets announced. That, that happened like three free agencies ago where everybody got signed while I was working out and not on my phone. So maybe Shrike is bringing up some uh, some juju from a couple years ago to get Julio to Nashville. Maybe so. Maybe so. We may next weekend. Next week may be big for the Tennessee Titans. Who knows? Does Julio get traded before we get back on Monday? Yes or no? Um, I'm gonna say no. I hope not, because I would suck. I do, definitely do not want a news dump Friday trade today. That would be awful. And, you know, Sunday at the earliest. Sunday at the earliest is uh, is my hope. So we'll see you guys on Monday morning live from our home studio at 8 o'clock. Thanks for watching. Have a great, safe weekend. Enjoy the weather. We'll see you later. Adios.